Hello? So, you decided to come back for more. I'm happy to have you. I'm just a little surprised. After even one of my guided nightmare meditation sessions, most don't return. You must be pretty special. I hope you know that. We've been so many places together, you and I. Some you may not even remember. Some that hide deep in the recesses of your brain, only to be remembered as you sleep. Do you ever see me in your dreams? I see you and mine. I know you didn't come here for idle chit-chat. Find a comfortable place to lie down, take a few sips of water or maybe some herbal tea. If it's chilly, grab a soft blanket to drape over yourself. I'll light a candle set the mood. I know you always like that. Close your eyes, and let's begin. Take a deep breath, the deepest breath you've taken all day. Let it fill your belly, and hold it. Breathe out. One, two, three, four. Now, let's take away that tension from your head to your toes. Unclench your jaw. That's right, and relax your shoulders away from your ears. Maybe roll them just, just a bit to loosen them up. Now, let them relax. I want you to move on to your beautiful hands. Your hands work for you and create for you. 
They deserve your attention and love. Bend your wrists back and forth and fan your fingers out. Then bring them in towards your palms. Do that a few times. Allow your tired joints to stretch. Now, let them rest at your side. Gently rock or wiggle your hips. You might even feel a pop or two around your tailbone as you allow yourself to let go of the rigidity of the day. Bring your knees together and then as far apart as feels good to stretch. You don't have to push yourself, whatever feels good. Now, let them rest. Keep breathing. Point your toes away from you like a strong and elegant dancer. Now, pull your toes back towards you. Make little circles with your feet. And now, rest. Keep breathing deeply. Fill your belly with life-giving oxygen. Are you ready now? I will count us down as we slip deeper into the dreamland we've visited so often. You and I are companions, you know? So, let's take another journey together. One, two, keep breathing. Three, four, fall into yourself, into your deep subconscious. Five, six, remember to open your inner eyes whilst keeping your physical ones closed. Seven, eight, remember. Nine, ten, remember, I can't help you. You find yourself sitting in a small buggy inside of a dark ride. You know the kind, with plastic skeletons that drop from the ceiling and compressed air that blows cold bursts in your face to give you a fun scare. You're at a Halloween carnival. You don't remember coming alone, but... No one is in the car with you. Except for me, of course. 
but I'm only a... Well, it's not important what I am. But apart from the voice in your head, you are fully alone as you make your way through darkened tunnels of cackling rubber-faced witches and disembodied screams. The car slowly emerges through the strips of black plastic that separate the inside of the ride from the outside world. Your eyes usually need a little adjusting when you ride this during the day. So, you close them as the car drifts forward and comes to a stop on the track. In the split second before you open your eyes, you feel at peace for one last time. The smell of funnel cake and popcorn and hay and barbecue hit your nose. You hear children giggling and the hum of many happy adults all talking and laughing. But did you? Or did your brain place those things there? Because it knew they were supposed to be there. Because after that fraction of a fraction of time, you open your eyes and you are alone. Not only alone, but it's dark. It wasn't dark when you went in. It was early in the afternoon. The ride couldn't have lasted more than five minutes at most. Where has everyone gone in that short amount of time? There are no employees, no children, no people enjoying themselves anymore. The carnival is utterly empty. This is strange, but maybe it was later than you thought when you got on the ride. It is getting dark earlier these days. Maybe there was an emergency while you were inside. Maybe everyone left in a hurry. In that case, you know that you need to leave. Immediately. Luckily, these old rickety dark rides don't use lap bars. Otherwise, you'd be trapped. You get up and begin to walk down empty rows of rides and games. It's colder than earlier. A chilled breeze cuts through the carnival, stirring decorative hay bales, black and orange streamers, and empty food containers that were carelessly discarded on the ground. It penetrates your clothes and cools your skin with an icy bite. One of the games has started. Maybe a carnival worker can tell you what's going on. You run to the sound. It seems to be coming from the next row of games. Rounding the corner, you stop. Is that a child? A small child clad in a demon costume complete with mask 
clutching a cloth candy sack, stands facing you. Worried this poor little one has been left on their own, you move towards them to take them with you to the entrance. But, you know that gut feeling, something that can't be proven by science, but that we know deep inside us helps us steer clear of malice and danger. That internal alarm is set alight as you move closer to the miniature demon. But that's silly. It's just a child. A small child. A lost child. One who has now begun to trot off in the direction of the large hall of mirrors. <laughs> you can't just leave a small child alone in the middle of whatever is happening. Can you? No, I didn't think so. Following them, you pass a large display of jack-o'-lanterns all lit up. They smile toothily and follow you with their triangle eyes as you move past. You watch as the little demon disappears into the entrance of the Hall of Mirrors, their tail whipping around the corner. As you finally reach the entrance, you step up and... There's a pack of chocolate drops on the ground. Looking down, you see the demon has left you a trail of trick-or-treat candy. At least they made it easy on you. First, you ignore the mirrors and follow the trail of gumdrops, lollipops, peanut butter cups, and all manner of treats that have been left like breadcrumbs for you to follow. But you finally start to take notice of your surroundings. Even the Hall of Mirrors was not passed over when it came to getting into the seasonal spirit of the carnival. What was usually a brightly lit maze of your own visage was now dim. The mirrors stained and cracked, making even your own reflection look unrecognizable. As you examine and reflect, so to speak, on the amount of dedication or stupidity it took to damage so many mirrors just for the sake of one holiday, you see, in one sliver of silver glass, the reflection of the little demon right behind you. You quickly turn to catch them and mm, you run headfirst into a mirror. But how is that possible? You slowly turn back to the trail when in the mirror ahead of you, down a longer hall, stands a man with a neck too long and fingers too sharp, in a moldy suit and a tall top hat. It's absolutely horrifying, but it must be part of the theme. Just a bit of masterfully crafted rubber or silicone maybe even moves when you step closer. Its head is drooped, so you can't see its eyes. 
but you do see its wiry white hair and its two sharp fingers wrapped around a long wooden cane and its feet but its feet its feet don't touch the ground as soon as you notice this alarming detail the figure snaps up his head to look right at you with milky eyes and it moves it floats towards you so you run squishing tootsie rolls and crushing jolly ranchers under your feet as you follow the trail back out but it doesn't lead back out it leads to a dead end this was the way you had come it had to be the demon child appears in the mirror not behind you but in front of you in the mirror it seems to shake with laughter it points a small gloved hand at you then puts it to its masked mouth in a pantomime of a giggle the man in the hat has now slowly begun to float around the corner you see him reflected behind you coming closer and closer you bang on the glass with all your might begging the little demon for help finally the mirror gives way falls backwards and shatters you run from the house of mirrors you run away from the floating man and the demon child you run for the entrance for any way out of this nightmare when you see someone moving around in one of the concession stands a carnival worker perhaps it at least looks like an adult a woman from here she looks normal not like a demon child or a floating man just a woman cleaning and maintaining a food stand you run to her you run up to the stall and the smell of fresh baked cinnamon rolls hits your nose the woman is turned away humming and wiping down the back counter she's wearing an old-fashioned gingham uniform her dark hair done up in a vintage style she turns to you well hi pumpkin i still have that coffee for you steaming hot just like you like it it's her you're off again running through the carnival it's an absolute maze you can't find the entrance the wind blows the autumn leaves about the clouds move over the full moon you are so tired you're breathing so deeply you decide to take a rest maybe a rest will do you some good you can figure things out after a rest your eyes are so heavy your body is so exhausted your mind needs 
rest, you find a hay bale and sit. <sighs> it feels so good to rest your tired feet and your tired muscles. To doze wouldn't be a crime to just gently drift off to sleep. Goodness, it looks like you must have fallen asleep in this little haunted house ride. The day was warm and you've done a lot of walking. You've had so much on your mind. The darkness and gentle movement of the track must have soothed you to sleep. All these creepy sounds just made you have a bad dream. How silly. Here comes the end. Now close your eyes to prepare for that bright light after the black plastic barrier. Oh. Oh my. I'm so sorry. It seems it wasn't a dream. After all. Ha, 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 ha.